Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Mickey Mouse leading the Disneyland band down Main Street toward Town Square. On the back it reads, Mickey Mouse and Disneyland Band. Led by the Magic Kingdom's number one character, Mickey Mouse, the famous Disneyland band marches towards Town Square, where daily concerts and flag ceremonies have become a cherished tradition. It's postmarked June 1st, 1973, and I assume they visit the park on Thursday, May 31st, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 72 and a low of 59. It's addressed to a Len K. of Rattenstall, Rossdale, Lancashire, in the United Kingdom. It reads, Thought that Mickey Mouse would decorate the shop wall beautifully, having a grand holiday in California. Only sorry that time passes so quickly. Ian Collins. While looking into this postcard, I took a small detour from Disneyland and learned about the barbershop where this card was sent. The card was sent to Len Kay, who ran a barbershop on Bank Street for about 40 years, but was cutting hair in the town for an additional 10. Before it was a barbershop, the storefront was a dentist office. The location is now a hair salon called The Hair Lounge. I contacted the shop and learned that Gary O'Brien, who worked with Ken, purchased his barbershop in 1979 and is still cutting hair nearby. He was featured in an article two weeks ago about how his shop has adjusted business for COVID-19. It's fun to think that this postcard from Disneyland traveled halfway around the world and adorned a barbershop for many years. Our next card also has Mickey Mouse standing in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. On the back it reads, It all started with a mouse. Disneyland's number one star, Mickey Mouse, poses proudly in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle before greeting new friends visiting the Magic Kingdom. It's postmarked September 5, 1973, and I assume they visit the park on Tuesday, September 4th, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 74 and a low of 62. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. P. Chapman of Clemsford, Essex, in the United Kingdom. It reads, Wednesday. Hello all, we are still having a great time as you. We visited Disneyland. Wow, what an attraction. We spent all day there yesterday. Probably one of the best days I've spent all summer. There was so much to do and see. We saw the Four Tops in concert too. Tomorrow we are off to San Francisco. Monday we went to L.A. and Hollywood. Love and peace, Terry. XXX. Terry was pretty lucky to catch the Four Tops performing at Disneyland on the Tuesday after Labor Day weekend. Looking back at Disneyland in the late 60s through the 70s, the list of performers who would stop by Disneyland and play for a weekend or on and off for a few months is incredible. Now we are used to seeing special performances at the park, but usually televised or for a holiday special or event. Terry was lucky enough to catch the Four Tops after they had made it big with Motown Records, and had transitioned to ABC Records in Los Angeles. The Four Tops had just had a number three hit on the British charts backing up the Moody Blues and a song called A Simple Game in 1971. 
In the early 70s, they were performing at Disneyland and pairing with Diana Ross and other performers. The Four Tops had made a number one R&B hit in 1973, the same year this postcard was sent from Disneyland, and they were included on the soundtrack to a Shaft sequel. Disneyland is conveniently located near Hollywood in L.A., so singers and groups who are based out of Los Angeles could easily stop by the park for a few hours and play two or three sets. Bands would most likely perform on the Tomorrowland Terrace stage, floating either on the Mark Twain or a floating stage on the Rivers of America, or the Carnation Plaza Gardens, where the Fantasy Fair Theater is now. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you would like to support the show financially, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. A special shout-out to e-ticket patron Tania, C-ticket patrons The Riley Family, Debbie Weinstein and Brian Crawford, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron of this podcast, and the A-ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angela Niblock, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent From Disneyland or on Twitter at Sent From Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent From Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent From Disneyland podcast.